You know, in an acre, inside of an acre, there's an oak tree. It's in the seed. And what he's talked about today was seed. Your bodies was made out of out of earth. The DNA that God spoke into being. And DNA looks like this, by the way. So your physical bodies that was made out of earth was made out of Daddy's DNA. But you are different than other creations. For he put his spirit into each and every one of you. For you're like the acorn. But inside of you is the oak. Or the nature of your daddy. Or a brother to his son. Brothers and sisters of Christ. And the same uh, uh, genetics that's in God, not DNA, genetics. When he breathed into man, he put his genetics into him. The genetics that grow into that oak tree. Only your genetics is to grow into Christ. For that was when he breathed into man... He wanted man to have the ability to grow and to become brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, I'm in First Peter one twenty-three. You have been re- regenerated, born again, not from a mortal original seed sperm, but from one that is immortal by the ever-living and everlasting Word of God. So, in every one of you, that that oak seed has broke open was when you were born again. You're no longer a seed. But you're a growing plant. A tree of righteousness, a planting of the Lord that He might be glorified in. And He would be glorified in many sons and daughters. And so, the first thing that an oak sapling will do It'll come out of the ground and go to the sun. And that's what he's saying. Focus on the sun. The Father will give the rain and the energy, but the sun will give you the life. Dwell in the sun. Keep your focus on the sun. For he wants that seed to become like who it come from. And where it come from was God the Father. And what he wants down here, and the reason he gave Jesus, so he would have a lot of sons and daughters. And it's the time that the God's firm seed really begins to grow because the purpose with y'all is some of you are up there pretty good ways right now. Some of I looked at here, you're not a little baby seed anymore. You're beginning to grow. 
Well, that old acorn tree is going to really kick out a lot of acorns this coming next two, three years. The ground's going to be full of these acorns. And your job will be to shade them. So I'm talking about salvation. An army coming of salvation. And as you grow, your job will be to shade them from the enemy. Protect them. And the more mature you are, the greater your tree spread. And the greater the little ones can grow under you. But it's time that we begin to find out who our daddy is. Our daddy breathed into us. And when he breathed into us, well, our papa's name sometimes is El Shaddai, the breasted one. And you got mothers here. When mothers nurse their babies, they're not giving them babies milk. They're giving them tissue out of their body. Living tissue right in that baby's body. Makes that baby immune. When we nurse from El Shaddai, we're pulling living tissue into us of God the Father. And we ought to stay focused and let that living tissue grow us into the being that He wants us to. So this is why you're hearing so much teaching on true holiness, true righteousness, justice now, which really is the cross, about embracing the cross daily, walking with Him daily, and keeping our heads turned towards that instead of... You know, when a plant puts its head down, it's wilting. He don't want us to wilt anymore. He wants us to look right straight up because... But what I've seen is going to be a lot of natural rain that's going to come shortly. And it's going to proclaim the spiritual rain that's coming to grow up these oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. The enemy knows who you are. And God sarves you and you're part of his being. You literally come out of the being of God the Father. He knows who you are. When you find out who your daddy is, it's over. Because the enemy's already defeated. I hate to even give him glory. Even talk about what he's done. Because he is a defeated foe and it's not optional or debatable, it's finished. And when we realize it, it's finished. And very shortly, that DNA, those that have his genetics, he spoke that DNA and the Holy Spirit put it in together. Well, the Holy Spirit is in you. He's waiting for you to grow up to where the Spirit of the Father that's in you can speak that DNA into new arms and new legs, new organs. So, it really isn't up to God. He would prefer we were doing it now. It's up to us that we grow up. Whose seed are you? When you grow up, 
you'll look like the one that sired you. And the one that sired you is God Almighty. And He's waiting for you to look like Him. In uh, 1 John fourteen twelve, it speaks about there will be a generation that will do greater things than what Christ did. We don't glorify Him until we do. Christ was doing these things uh, through His righteousness, His sinless life. The Holy Spirit was not given yet until He went up and released it to us. We have an awesome opportunity to join with the Holy Spirit, become united with Him as a friend. And then when He gives you an impression in here, and sometimes the lighter the impression with me, when it comes to the right side of my brain and hits my imagination. So don't limit your imagination. Sanctify it. And you sanctify that imagination, that light impression hits it. It comes over to the speaking part of your brain, the left, and it becomes creative. So you need the whole being that God's put together. And then as you begin to speak it, it comes in the power that God's already given you. It's not, I don't see that there's much need of asking for power because he hadn't got any more to give. He's already given it all. It's growing up in the Holy Spirit so we can turn us loose. So we can trust us with power. And there is maturity going on now. And the signs and wonders are going on right now too. But it's time that all of us get a vision of who we are. And I think the worst thing you can get a vision of is that man can do it or that woman can do it, but I can't. That is a lie. Because the same spirit that they're doing it by is in you. And the thing that I was sharing the other night, one of the really great sins that we're into so strong is doubt and unbelief right here. And the kingdom is here. And the well of salvation is here. And doubt and unbelief corks the well. And it's not that the church is not believing that Christ is who he says he is or the Father either. They don't believe that he can use them because they aren't perfect. I don't believe he ever will be before we get to heaven. So if you're waiting for some perfect person to be used, only one, and he's already been used. So let's get out and do what we can and let him grow us up so that God's firm seed in us can keep growing and come into a maturity that is a tree of righteousness that can glorify God in signs and wonders and miracles. You know, he's always looked for a generation that would talk to him. So when Moses went up to the mountain and he came back down, the Father spoke to all Israel. I think Deuteronomy 6. And they were saying, we've heard the voice of God and we yet live, but we don't want to ever hear it again unless we die. 
send Moses up there. Let him talk to Moses. That must have been such a disappointment to Papa. How would you like to have children say, I don't ever talk to you again, Daddy. I'll get somebody, go in between, and you tell them what you want to tell them. It's time that we get our own message from God. It's time that we begin to talk to the Father and the Son. Every one of us has a Holy Spirit in here that carries that message. And that's the purpose of our being. So every one of us has the ability. That shell has cracked. We're no longer that old, but we're that new plant, that new growth. That we would come forth, and as a generation will come forth, they'll have such revelation and such intimacy with the Father that He's going to tell them everything. And the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit both are looking for friends right now. In John 15. Friends. Then I can tell you tomorrow. I can tell you where to be and where not to be. I can tell you what to do. I want to turn the kingdom over to you, but I'm not turning it over to novices. I'm turning it over to mature saints. It's time that we mature and it begins. But who are you? I'm God's son. I'm God's daughter. That's who I am. I may not be mature, but I'm growing. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I uh, I don't like that interpretation as much as I do. We are the Lord's joy. Is what he's really saying. Why? We're the only thing down here that's got His Spirit in it. In all creation, man is the only thing that's got God's nature in it. So many seeds, they rot on the ground. They never break open. But they have the possibility. So it's God's will that all be saved. But many choose to go uh, their own way and they never grow up but they are those that's growing now and they're growing in the nature of Christ and they're growing in relationship and they will be a generation that corresponds with God and you can start it anytime you want to in 1 Corinthians 14 2 but when you begin to talk in tongues you're talking to God the Father and that's what he's looking for. A spiritual generation. A spiritual generation that will minister to him in spirit and in truth. That he can impart righteousness on. And where righteousness comes down. In the 85th Psalm, it kisses peace. And it says that the prince of peace will put Satan underneath his feet. There's coming a peace to the body of Christ through righteousness. That the enemy will not be able to withstand. That peace will totally terrorize him. And that's what I'd encourage you all. Seek peace. Seek peace with all men. But first of all, seek peace with God. And that's what he was doing up here today. Getting rid of the things to where he can't get to you. Freeing you up toward that righteousness 
can begin to grow in you. And you can begin to realize who your daddy is and start having a, a relationship with him. You were created. You were created to talk to the Father, the Son, and by the Holy Spirit. And the time is now. The signs and everything is coming. And I think it's only even doing the healing first today. So that these words will be left with you. Whose seed are you? Are you a seed that hadn't hatched yet? I don't think so. As I've looked into you, everyone I touched is hatched and growing. Get ready for the nutrients of the Father's love for you. And the rain of the Spirit that will begin to nurture you. And the love of the Son. As you look up to Him, and He comes down on you and regenerates your life and brings you into maturity. It's a time to grow up. But you grow up by knowing who you are. Don't let the enemy convince, convince you that you're anything but this seed. And I'm not in the husk anymore. I'm out of it. I'm growing and I'm going to continue to grow. I'm going to grow into the very divine nature. And the very divine nature we're talking about here at Peter simply means friend. I'm going to become a friend with God. And God is looking for friends. This is what you're created for. Friendship. Because I think the Lord is sort of lonely. And he's looking for somebody to talk to to tell him what the future is. Tell him what today is. All knowledge is with him. And one of the main things that he's releasing now is understanding. With understanding, when the Holy Spirit speaks, you know how to respond. One of the next things that I know I'm going to be doing is teaching the body of Christ the language of the Holy Spirit, and it's not English. It's parables. And to teach the body of Christ how to interpret a parable. That's the language. And if you can interpret that parable, then you know exactly how to respond to Him. And if you know how to respond to God, then you've got understanding of the time, and you know what the body of Christ ought to do. And you'll also find in First Chronicles twelve thirty-two, and the entire body of Christ will be at your disposal. There are people with no understanding, therefore I'll have no mercy on them. Why? Because he can't get through to you. How can he have mercy on you? We're in a time of learning the language of the Holy Spirit, where we have understanding, and with understanding, God will have mercy on us. So it is a time that the church by necessity must grow up and start a dialogue with the Father and learn the language of the Holy Spirit. And I think one of the reasons that we don't know the language of the Holy Spirit more is we have these dreams and visions, but we don't take the time to ground them. You have a dream or vision, and you start searching in this, and you'll find it in here. Then it tells you the understanding. 
So we got to get back in this. This book changes every month. I can't keep it read. Everybody gives me books, and I keep failing to read them because this thing changes, and it's changing in your understanding. So one of the next things that will happen is learning the language of the Holy Spirit, and it changes things. You may not need airplane tickets to go places. You won't have to worry about infirmity either. And you'll begin to see the closer you get to God, the longer your life is extended. Amen.